0: buy something as a long to midterm rental hang on to it until all these people have to flood the area to have permanent jobs and then flip them and sell them to you know, to people moving into the area, so.
1: Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast. The show about buying, optimizing, and managing short-term rentals in the state of Michigan. Get insights and recommendations from vacation rental operators to help take your property to the next level. Are you ready to profit from your short-term rental? Let's get started. Welcome to the Michigan Short-Term Rentals Podcast. My name's Tony Stancato here with my co-host, Jordan Painter, what's up, man?
0: Man, it's good to be here today, brother. My back still hurts.
1: My back still hurts. From me carrying, or from you carrying me on the pickleball court?
0: I don't know who is carrying who, but it hurts. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Nice. What do you got going this weekend?
0: Uh, Yeah. Wow. Lacrosse tournament. So from from pickleball to lacrosse. So here we go.
1: Nice. And then you got your biggest property under contract, right? I think we mentioned it on the pod a week or two ago about getting it listed and. Went quick, man.
0: It was fun. One point two million. I think we had fifteen ish showing, something like that. And it's it's just incredible. Every price point right now, there's just such an undersupply. The demand is is there. So a lot of relocations. You know, different different. Uh, markets, people moving from a uh, 1.2 is pretty affordable uh, for what you get in West Michigan compared to other areas for sure. So
1: yeah. And you were mentioning uh, there was a couple cash buyers entertain, you know, entertaining it, right? So yeah, I mean, there's
0: four or five very serious buyers and two of them were cash. So yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy uh, dude. Well, when, when interest rates are seven, 8%, you know, it used to be that those, those buyers would mortgage it for a uh, 3%, but when it's seven, they're just using cash. So
1: yeah. That's awesome. Well, congrats on that.
0: Yep. Tell you like my wife tells me, tell me when the money's in the bank so I got to oh, get it. get, get one. accepted. So. Got any yep. backup offers? Oh, we got some interest interest definitely some interested parties. So I'm 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 confident we'll get it done. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so today we
1: just wanted to kind of riff on a few ideas, a few things that have popped up in the Southwest Michigan market and just some things in general with the call it state of the short term rental market. So, I mean, the first thing we want to talk about was just Pickleball Paradise. I mean, you guys came up with that name after I'd left. And so we got a four cabin property, two and a half acres south haven it's been a long project it's going on about what 10 months now that it's been in the works we all went and stayed the night there what was it tuesday monday night tuesday night and you know no furniture everybody brought some air mattresses and whatnot i will say the worst night's sleep i've had in a long time just from the air mattress itself but yeah so what'd you think i mean we went there just to kind of test it out see what needed to be buttoned up see if things need to be fixed, but in general, what are your thoughts about that particular property?
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about this property. It kind of has a feel, the first property that we we had purchased, it just has a feel when you get there to it, that you just feel relaxed and on vacation. And this one has a very similar feel, other than the fact that there was no bedding and, and very sparse furniture to sit on. It's come a long way. It's been a process, but I'm, I am I really could be more excited about, about it. You know, it's one where, you know, I want to be there, I want to stay there, I want to take my family there. So worked out some kinks, found some some different checklist items, so we've got our, our contractors over there right now, the home furnishers are over there right now. So I think that one, you know, today is Thursday, what are we at, Thursday the 15th. I think we're going live today and we're we're hoping to, to have it ready at, at the latest for that Fourth of July weekend. But, you know, the pickleball court turned out amazing landscaping has got a little bit of ways to go but it's really it's it's coming along it's going to be a super fun place what, what do we say we we're going to try to aim for 20 to 24 people something like that
1: yeah i think like 22 people is what we ended up
0: at yep there's going to be some some flex space there if there's kids it will sleep a bit more we even talked about kind of has a has a bit of a you know camp type vibe to it so Got a got a bigger group, maybe pitch some pitch some tents up and but pickleball, that's really what we got to talk about here. So tell them, yeah. t- tell them about pickleball.
1: Well, so when I think about the property, I mean a lot of the properties that we have, one of our main amenities, if you will, is the hot tub, right? And then when we start talking about this property or thinking about this property, it's almost as if the hot tub is an afterthought because It's so far down the cool list compared to other things that we have at this property. I mean, you didn't even mention the fire pit. Again, I'm going to say it is the number one fire pit in all of Michigan. Eight structures, eight carvings, custom seats, kind of sea life-esque. So we got a seahorse, we got an anchor, we have a pelican. I mean, they're painted, treated wood. I mean, it's just, top of the line, honestly, and like even small details like netting around the pelican's feet with, you know, a fish that the pelican caught. I mean, it's just got that Instagram type feel to it. So until someone shows me a better fire pit and says this one definitely beats that one, we we definitely have the uh, best fire pit in Michigan on this proper property. And then, yeah, pickleball. I mean, pickleball, I think, really sets it off. You hadn't ever played pickleball before. I played maybe five years ago, but I mean, played a couple games, right? We went there to check for things. We ended up playing way more pickleball. It was almost more like a vacation than it was
0: a work event. I mean, I don't know, what did we play? 12 hours probably across two days? I don't know, man. It was a lot. All I can say is maybe the hot tub is secondary, but man, I wish it would have been hooked up because because I was needing it. It wasn't quite ready yet, so could have used the hot tub afterwards. But yeah, we had our first first annual partners pickleball attorney, and we switched up the teams back and forth a little bit. Our our business partners Jason and Jamie are experienced, let's say. And so the the last day, would we would we play one more like six times trying to get a W, and we never did get it. But Jason uh, it and Jamie are to this. We're coming for you, bro. Next year, it's on. Uh, I think
1: it was more like 12 times. Uh, <laughs> so awesome. yeah, we took 12 <laughs> bells in a row, but didn't give up. Wanted to get that W. Didn't make it happen this time. Came close a couple times, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah, it was funny actually. The 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 first night we were there Monday, we we were playing euchre at I don't know 11 o'clock, 11:30 at night, and somebody got the bug to play some pickleball, so we pulled the vehicles up, shined the headlights on it, and we played we played some Twilight. Ball And yeah, it was really a lot of fun. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then again, I think on this one. So I think one of the risks that we're looking at right now is just when we bought it, we're like, hey, it's South Haven, right? It's got a South Haven address. Turns out like Airbnb considers this South Haven township. So when you search South Haven, it doesn't necessarily pop up. It definitely will, especially if you're searching bigger groups, especially this late in the game, because there's just no inventory left for, for peak season. So that's one thing that we kind of learned along the way, which you know we're definitely going to know for next time. So I think that's one of our biggest risks is you search South Haven, this one might not pop up six to eight months in advance again i think there's enough of a shortage of inventory during peak season that that's not going to be a a problem but you know on a positive note again i think we have potentially some of the best amenities in the area whether it's south haven and saint joe again i i thought about Pickleball from searching, using some like SEO tools, and I could see that people were actually looking for, like they're going to Google and searching Airbnb with Pickleball. So there's just no other place that I know of that's even close by that has Pickleball. A lot of people, they'll say, hey, yeah, there's Pickleball down the street. But pickleball down the street versus pickleball next to the houses on a two and a half acre property. We've got the custom bar right there so people can watch the games that are happening, wait their turn, that kind of stuff. I mean the amenities are just off the chart on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Four separate buildings. So you can 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 go book it and have your own little private bit of privacy and yeah, excited about it. It's gonna be cool.
1: Yeah and then another thing we wanted to mention thanks to josh cook for sending this over on linkedin this morning hadn't heard anything about it but new battery plant 30 minutes from like a lot of our properties it's actually in new carlisle indiana uh projected to i think it's 3.5 billion dollar project similar to the marshall plant it's supposed to be 1600 jobs i think you know, the hourly average is going to be $24 an hour. So this is going to be just e, no just west of South Bend. And again, it's 30 minutes from Stevensville. I got to imagine it's 15 minutes maybe from New Buffalo, close to Michigan city. So seems like a big investment. A lot of jobs, a lot of people that will be going to, again, contractors that might be going to the area to help build out this facility probably engineers coming o- coming in from potentially all over the world right to to help get this place set up. I think it's GM and Samsung have partnered to to create this. So, I don't know, I get pretty excited and then I look at the southwest Michigan area and it's just like, man, it seems so underdeveloped still. Like it's a lot of country with a lot of cool stuff in the area, you know. So,
0: yeah. there. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for especially people who like the idea of midterm investor or investment properties. You know, you got people that maybe they're not moving to Indiana to stay permanently, but they're going to have to have people there to work on the plant and build it up. So potentially opportunities, just like in the Marshall plant, we mentioned before, buy something as a long to midterm rental, hang on to it until all these people have to flood the area to have permanent jobs and then flip them and sell them to you know to people moving into the area so very good potential for values to rise in that area if that comes through and and gets developed
1: yeah they were talking about the article mentioned that they were going to be breaking ground this fall which seems pretty pretty fast for just coming out with it two days ago i think But yeah, breaking ground this fall, sounds like it's gonna be a two year project to get it up and running. I can tell you South Bend, believe it or not, was on like the top, one of AirDNA's top 20 lists for short term rentals. And if you wanna talk about like affordability, South Bend definitely has some affordable homes in that area so could be could be some good opportunities there just something to keep an eye out on neither one of us are licensed in Indiana so I can't necessarily help you out on that front but it'd be worth checking out
0: absolutely yeah If you need a referral we can help track down a good agent there so yeah hit us up and we'll we'll find a professional for you but I, I will say even on in
1: Southwest Michigan we have people stay with us and make the drive from call it Stevensville down to South Bend for small stints, whether it's three to six months. So South Southwest Michigan is not too far of a drive for this particular project. So could definitely be could be good. And the other thing is is like how many people do you know that actually drive 30 minutes to go to work?
0: I wish that was my only commute in real estate. Yeah, 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 for some days driving in circles. But yeah, yeah, 30 minutes is pretty average, I'd say 30 or under. So that's a that's a reasonable commute for 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 people.
1: Yeah, so it seems like there could be definitely a lot of potential for people to live in Michigan, Southwest Michigan commute to that plant there. And I mean, honestly southwest michigan really is a, a really cool spot to be i don't know about live we've thought about living down there it doesn't seem like there'd be a ton going on in southwest michigan in the winter but summer is definitely it's a it's a fun place so hopefully a couple more things like this will uh, maybe there'll be a little bit more to do going going on in the winter
0: big news yep yep
1: and then the last one you want to take this one
0: yeah, so AirDNA puts out some information from time to time, and so I just got a link, and we can a link to this in the in the show notes. But AirDNA tracks performance of short-term rentals through the different platforms, Airbnb and VRBO and some of those, and so it's one of the tools that we use to analyze projections for properties. And so they put out some some data points, mid-year data points, just to see how the market's performing. So the few of them that stood out to me is. And this is national. And so really when you bake this down to, to specific markets, you know, national is going to be much different than Michigan Southwest Michigan is going to be much different than Northern Michigan. So you'd really have to do more research in your market to determine if you're, if you're looking at an investment strategy, how this directly impacts you, but it's, it's still interesting to look at the national data. So the average number of listings nationally is up right around 190,000 and so Quite a few new listings that have come out, and so I'd I'd be curious, Tony, I don't know the last time we looked in Southwest Michigan. We're going to have to do a look back here at some point, because we had some friendly wagers at one of our predictions podcasts earlier this year, as far as the the amount of increase that we we expected to see in in our market, but what do you think about that number?
1: An increase in $190,000? Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah, so I just broke it down. I looked at it. Hey... Across 50 states, on average, that's going to be 3,800 new listings. If I were to think about 3,800 new listings across all of Michigan, UP, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that really worries me too much or you know if, if, if it really concerns me again i think maybe michigan would be a, a place that would be a little bit more protected too i think a lot of people think of michigan as a cold state I and mean, maybe i should be quiet about you know michigan on linkedin and stuff like that yeah i, I, I think it kind of flies under the radar for a lot of people i, I think a lot of people underestimate how cool of a place Southwest, well, Michigan in general is, especially on the lakeshore. So, thirty-eight hundred doesn't bother me. I mean, there's a lot of people coming in in Kalamazoo, Detroit, you know, those kind of places. So, I'm not overly concerned. And yeah. I think it might be, I think it might be a little bit lower in Michigan anyway.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think that there's been enough inventory coming out of the market to in in the general real estate sense to increase it by that much. I, I would imagine areas like. Florida and Texas and Arizona and some of these more destination states probably take up the majority of that increase but so then the the other thing that was interesting was the demand percentage and change so the amount of demand last year the increase was 18.1% so this year it's 10.4% so we're not increasing as quickly as we were but 10, 10.4% increase in demand is still pretty awesome so yeah
1: that that's good but again you have to say hey the inventory increased by because it went from what 1.25 to 1.45 roughly so i'm not going to try to do that math here i'm going to get take a guess it goes up inventory went up 17% 16% could be way off let me know how far off i am but so inventory goes up 16 17% and demand goes up 10% but again yeah. it's about, yeah. It's been on a tear the last three years, right? So
0: Yeah, but that leads to the next one, actually, interestingly enough, which is the occupancy rates. Last year, I mean, this tracks the occupancy for the whole year, what percentage of the building was occupied of 365 days. And so last year it was 59.5%. This year it was 57.6%. So it's down about 2% in the occupancy across the board. So it is down a little bit. When you factor in the new listings versus the the demand percentage, you know, 2% is is really negligible in the big scheme of of the rental business. What do you think about that one, Tony?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it just plays along with the numbers that we, we just talked about. But then I think the other interesting part is, isn't the average daily rate actually up, you know, I don't know if it's a couple percent, but it looks like it's up seven bucks. So was it 314 to 321? Yeah. hmm Yeah, I mean, occupancy is down a little bit, nightly rates are up a little bit, you know, I don't know, 2% isn't enough. The problem, I think the problem is, so also in the article, it had talked about home prices coming down faster than expected. I don't know where the heck that is. I don't know where they're talking about that particular area, but I mean, I'm going to lean on you for this one, but like, Home prices in West Michigan, Southwest Michigan, have they come down? Do you feel like they've come down? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I I would have to look at the data. I could could look it up, but let's go feeling. I know though. for sure. I know for sure it's up. And so last year in in West Michigan, the average I want to say it was somewhere between ten and twelve percent inflation year over year for the average sale price. Southwest Michigan was a was about the same at that time last year. And so I know the, the supply is down from last year, and the prices are 100% in, in West Michigan and Southwest Michigan. They're up from what they were last year. I think we're going to end up the year in the high single digits, if not in the double digits still. So, you know, if you you made me pull a number out, I would say we're going to be up minimum 8 to 10% for the average sale price by the end of this year. So... When you factor in, you know, and this is where when you when you're looking at our local market and what's happening, you know, Tony and I are working with a lot of investors trying to find places, whether it's You know, midterm long term or short term really people want to make money. they're, They're going where the investments are. It's, it's become very, very difficult. To in, in t- with today's prices and interest rates, it's getting really difficult to find find properties that not only not only make a make a the cash flow we're looking for, but then even that even aren't losing money every month. So it is with you know seven eight percent interest rates on a second home and prices up eight to ten percent from last year, it's it's difficult to find numbers that shake out. We did I did a projection for a client a couple weeks ago, and even if they self managed it. And, and didn't pay our management fee they'd be losing money every month and so you know when it comes down to the increase in demand i think if you already own a vacation rental you're in a good spot if you've locked in a decent interest rate you know i, I do think that that you talk about the, the different factors in the market the high prices that I, I would say that the 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 daily the average daily rate and the percentage of occupancy is not going up as fast as the average sale price and the interest rate is so until the interest rates come down fairly substantially the market really I think is gonna turn more to heavy um, down payment and cash buyers are the only really the only investors there that are gonna actually be able to turn a profit in these markets so that is gonna drag down the the increase in inventory a lot more I think And so if you have a lot of cash and access to a lot of cash I think you're gonna be at a huge advantage in the next really Year or two, you know based on what we're hearing they're gonna probably do the Fed mat this last this last week They decided not to raise the rates But according to what they're projecting we'll probably have another one or two small increases between now and the end of the year and Until interest or until the inflation's down to two percent They're gonna probably stay steady or continue to, to raise those rates until they get the inflation rates under control so heavy, heavy cash buyers and big down payments is where it's at. If you want to make, if you want to actually make a cash on cash return outside of that, you're just really banking on uh, appreciation, you know, that appreciation over the years. And then the, the depreciation you get to write off against taxes and those type of, you know, passive losses.
1: Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of cash buyers. I mean, across all the different markets that were putting offers in uh, you know, Benton Harbor, Coloma, South Haven. I mean, I, I, Pretty sure that every offer I've put in, with the exception of one, has has lost out to cash buyer at this point. So a lot of cash floating around out there.
0: Yep. Get some.
1: Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. So anything else on, on on that report that we want to touch on? I think we hit kind of the main points. I mean, it still seems to be strong. The inventory's going up, Demand uh, demand's still going up. I'm still a big believer in like I don't know, long-term rentals as they used to be, could be, you know, I think there's gonna be a big change over time where it's going to be, dude, why am I gonna furnish my own place? Dude, you know, why wouldn't, if I can rent something that's fully furnished, looks good, has good ratings, why wouldn't that be an option? So I do think there's gonna be more inventory, but I also think there's gonna be a different class of renters, right? You know, that, no, I just, I, I mean, I've already heard of some like pretty big name people that, you know, they have a lot of money, and they're like, "Dude, I'm just staying at Airbnbs, dude. Like, why not?" You know?
0: Yeah, it gives a, fl- a little bit of flexibility, and you're not locked into things. So, could be potentially to to see some of that. It'll be interesting to see what the future holds there. But the, from an investment standpoint, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be really hard to make sense of any type of long-term investment when you're paying you know eight to ten percent interest. It's just hard to make money. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean easy at three to five percent, quite frankly. On long term
1: and the crazy thing is is like if it doesn't make short make sense short term, I mean shoot, long term, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how how those are penciling out at all. So all right. Well I think that's pod. Thanks for checking out today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you get a chance, please go over to your podcast player of choice. Leave us a review. We appreciate those that have already taken the time to do so. It just helps us get discovered by more people in that platform. And if you're not on the email list yet, go over to michiganshorttermrentals.com. Get on the email list, you're gonna see it right there on the homepage. And you're gonna get four very valuable emails. One's gonna be a list of 650 zip codes where we've already analyzed a address and have projected revenue for that address. So you can kind of filter those and see which one has the best projections out of those 650 zip codes. And then you're gonna get a furnishing calculator. So you'll get a number or how much does it cost to furnish a four bed, two bath with a hot tub and a ping pong table. And you can use that to really project out your return on investment there. And then also a property grading tool so you're gonna be able to plug in some information like yard size, number of neighbors, amenities, the cost of the property, and the projected revenue. And it's gonna kick you out a letter grade. So our properties are letter grade B. So if it's B or an A, it could be a good property to pick up if it's less than that. You might really wanna think about is it gonna be a good property? And make sure you connect with Jordan Painter and Tony Stancato on LinkedIn. Send us a connection request there, and we'll make sure we accept it. And we'll talk to you later.